Hi, welcome to the Coder Corgi podcast. Tonight's guest is Pasha, a, a struggling startup founder from Kyrgyzstan, as he describes himself as, and a recovering big tech worker. Welcome to the show, Pasha. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, Pasha, why do you describe yourself as a struggling startup founder? Uh, well, I'm currently working on a startup, um, which I've been uh, building on and off for about a year and a half. And um, uh, my idea was to improve everybody's social media experience. Uh, I've realized that uh, Twitter or Facebook or other companies trying to boost engagement and having that as their only variable that they optimize for mm. is not the right thing. Uh, but one, a lot of people know that, uh, but the question of what is the right thing, what is the right thing to promote in uh, the ranking um, of the social media, and ranking is very important. It's, mm. It defines what the culture of a site is. It defines what mm. the incentives are, defines who's promoted, who is big, who is small. Um, and di- different sites have different philosophies on this, but I spent some time thinking about this of, um, you know, uh, trying to balance uh, kind of truthfulness and trustworthiness of uh, kind of big accounts, which may be trusted by many people or trusted by other people who are trusted, uh, with kind of a personalization aspect of um, something that is relevant to you, somebody who speaks in your language, somebody who is aligned with you, somebody who you can trust because you know them. Um, so, yeah, I've developed an algorithm for um, um, kind of quantifying all of those things into one number uh, to rank. And uh, initially I started with a standalone website, but once that didn't get traction, I'm currently building additions to other websites such as Twitter. Mm. So, uh, yeah. What inspired you to pursue these projects full-time? So, um, I mean, I've been interested in social media for a long time. I worked Facebook in 2012. Uh, for about a year and a half. Um, and at the time, I was very much bought into Facebook's idea of um, we're trying to make the world a better place. We're mm-hmm. trying to build social value. Um, I mean, now it sounds a little bit cliche, but at the time, it did seem like that maybe what they were doing was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, later on, I basically realized, like, look, it, this this is hard. This is... Um, a lot of people have ideas about what to do with social media, but it's very hard to unify all these ideas into one system. Mm. It's like some people will be like, okay, what we need is the best trustworthy information. Somebody else would say, no, what we need is people to, who have different opinions talk to each other. But those two systems are actually produce different outcomes if you push them to a logical conclusion. So it's hard to unify them into one system. And so after reading a bunch of you know philosophy and... Um, thinking about this for for some time, I decided, look, nobody else is really working this problem in the fundamental level, so I want to solve this in the fundamental level. Mm. Um, so decided, I thought it was a very high-impact project. Cool. Uh, what kind of things inspire you in general? Um, I, I feel like uh, this is going to sound a little cliche as well, but like uh, trying to help kind of the world as, as a whole is feels like still inspiration to me. I used to be much more into EA. I ran a lot of EA events. I um, For those listeners who don't know, EA is effective altruism. Effective altruism, yeah. Um, so uh, in, I used to live in Seattle. I ran a lot of EA events. Uh, as of now, I've kind of uh, 
not very involved with EA as much, um, but I still have a kind of mentality that like, look, there's problems in the world, and um, there's not many people who uh, can really solve them in a, in particular like meta ways, where it's not at a surface level like fixing something here and there. So that kind of inspires me, but at the same time, I also have to kind of you know live in a society and. You know, I have a wife who have a kid and uh, I need to go take care of the house and spend time with her and um, you know, host events for my local community. So uh, this is also important to, um, and it's not even a balance, it's like, it's important to both work on kind of bigger problems and the small problems in your life. So um, yeah, from th that perspective, I feel like I'm kind of a normal-ish person, <laughs> uh, you know, um, combined with some EA thinking, so. Mm -hmm. Cool. Hmm. Mm, what uh, advice would you give yourself uh, 10 years in the future? What, like, reminders that you give? Oh, my God. 10 years in the future. Um, th th there's advice which I want to give, but that, that's like um, the Rocky uh, song lyrics, which is, uh, you know, eye of the tiger, don't give up on the dreams of the past. Uh, you must fight just to keep them alive. That that's just a but that's a hard advice to give mm. because um, you know uh, dreams are frequently struggle because you know life comes up or you know things don't work out the way you expect and it's it's kind of hard balance for a startup to know when to pivot, when to give up on the previous idea, go to a new one, or to execute harder on the previous idea. So it's it's a tricky advice to give. It's it's hard for me to know. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of the the general direction. Uh, just uh, inject some inspiration. Inject some inspiration, exactly, yes. Mm -hmm. How do you get yourself uh, right now to like into an inspired state in five minutes or less? Um, you know, it's a good question. Uh, I don't have a great routine for programming yet. Uh, what kind of things could you do that get yourself from like a uh, like like a not so great state into a great state? So um, I, I do also writing on the side. So I, I have a Substack. Um, for writing, it's a lot easier to get into inspired state quickly. In which is I I read something um, either really good or really bad. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's one of the extremes. Either I listen to podcasts, which is, like, fantastic, it's a great guy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a great idea, I want to build on his ideas, I want to comment on this. So that can get me into an aspect. Or I listen to somebody awful, and I'm like, this is, this is a horrible take, I cannot believe somebody thinks this, I need to, somebody's wrong on the internet, and now I'm inspired too. So something, um, reading something that's very polarizing, uh, I think is actually pretty... Could be pretty inspiring to write, uh, to write a blog post that's like, uh, you know, has my opinions on it. Yeah, well, uh, where are some of your go-to sources for the good content? Um, oh boy, oh now, uh, so, uh, like, there was an Alex Kashuda podcast, uh, was one I've listened to a few times recently. Huh. Uh, I've listened to, I don't listen to Jorgen occasionally, but on the... One time I avoided it is pretty good. So then uh let's see. Th there are 
some there are some good Twitter accounts that usually kind of philosophy band accounts, people who kind of teach philosophy. Um and uh Yeah. Uh yeah, those those are the main ones. I mean occasionally I'll uh like look at some EA forum too, dank memes. <laughs> dank memes uh, dank uh, EA yes. memes, yes. <laughs> The, the memes. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Hmm. Um, what advice do you think your past self from 10 years ago would give you now? That's such a strange question because I would expect... You ask me, like, what, what would I give my past self? What would the I, past... Everyone asks what you give your past self. <laughs> what would my past self give me now? So 10 years ago, uh, I was 26. I was... Uh, uh, I was working in big tech. I had to work in big tech because I um, uh, I need to do a green card. So mm-hmm. I'm finally a citizen now. I don't need to worry about that. Um, uh, I think at 26, I would have given myself advice of um, keep staying healthy. So because that's when I was kind of very... I'm still into paleo diet, but I, I was kind of discovering paleo. paleo. Uh, yeah, and figuring out all the ways to iterate on it. And um, at the time, I was like, oh, my God, life is great. My, you know, my hair is doing much better. It's, um, I don't see a bald spot. Uh, my energy is very high. I can go party every day. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, it was like I started switching to paleo. I was like, this is, this is great. Uh, I can't believe I haven't been doing that before. So... Uh, I'll probably give myself the advice of like be more like a, a caveman. Ah. Uh, it would be my 26-year-old tell my 36-year-old self. Um, which, you know what, is actually good advice. I think that's uh, maybe I should re- rekindle some of my caveman, you know, uh, identity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Maybe I should start asking people what they would advise, what they give to your, their past selves. <laughs> I wonder if that'll help prime them um, hmm. that for, for the future. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, this is more about like time capsule for the future sure sure yeah makes sense makes sense um awesome what would be one question that you think i should ask future podcast people um uh well i would maybe like predict make a prediction of like something specific of where you're going to be in the next five years so like a five-year plan or what, what What would be an example? How would you answer that question? Um, so uh, let's say maybe in when I was 26, you asked me that question. Uh, I would say something like, oh, I would make like SD2 in five years uh-huh. or maybe do slightly higher. Maybe I'll almost be a senior in five years. Uh, like I would be worried about my career engineering in that point. Is it like so. Amazon? Uh, so I was at uh, Microsoft twice. Uh, uh, SDE, right? Yeah, SDE, yeah. Software too. Development yeah. Engineer, yeah. Uh, I was Microsoft, was Amazon, was Facebook. Um, yeah, and uh, so, and then there's a question of, like, prediction of, like, it's worth sometimes putting a probability on, like, okay, what's the chance, you know, right? So in five years right now, I'm hoping uh, I would have at least two kids, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, if if all goes well, maybe a third on the way, but you know that's a, that's a that's a tougher challenge to do yeah. to the three. Two two is definitely doable, <laughs> um, 
and uh, I would be, you know, actually making money doing something I love, whether it's a startup or uh, another company. So mm. uh, that's kind of my plan, my prediction on that. Uh, it's probably, I think, 70% on two kids, maybe like 30% on three kids. And then doing something I love, uh, it's like 50-50. So. Okay. 100% on one kid, right? You have a kid on the way. Oh, a kid on the way, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice, so. nice. yeah, I mean, I assume everything goes fine and everything goes well. So, yeah. 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 Right. Awesome. Um, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, no, it's a, it's a fun talk to you, so. It's okay. Good. Good job. Awesome. Yeah. yeah.